This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who heard a rumor about butter, but he doesn't want to spread it. Brandon. Come on. You know I love spreading rumors. It is fun. It is fun to gossip, right? It is fun. It's so fun. With the right people. I do have a question about, this is a very unneeded tangent, but I was explaining to my daughter, she was helping me do dishes the other day because she has an aversion to knives, which is a good thing for a young child to not want to play with <laughs> i was having her dry everything and then i handed her a butter knife because butter knives are they're pretty tame you're not gonna hurt yourself with a butter knife right you can but you have to try really hard you have to try really hard right but why is it a butter knife is that just saying it's its main purpose is to cut butter or it's it's so tame that it's really intended for things in the consistency of butter i would guess without looking it up on the google that back in the days there was a thing called etiquette <laughs> okay. and they would have like when you went to like a restaurant especially a fancy restaurant and maybe they still do it nowadays it I still don't know. exists in, in yeah, very it might be it might be like we're not like involved in. garden or something really fancy like Olive that garden. but, <laughs> but they have fancy. like certain utensils for each um what do you call it course right. of the meal and eat and i think there's a salad fork and there's mm-hmm. a butter knife to butter your roll and you're supposed to aren't you supposed to like break off a piece of the roll Kit-Kat bar of a kick cat bar too <laughs> what's that office episode give me a break break me off a piece of that fancy uh, feast, feast. <laughs> that's it fancy <laughs> feast um but yeah, I think you're supposed to break off a piece. Correct me if I'm wrong, people out there listening, 20 of you. And then you're supposed to butter like each piece. Like you don't like to take a roll and you like butter it. You're supposed to butter each piece. Maybe that's why it's a butter knife. That makes sense. So, so I mean, the ones that I kind of my everyday butter, my everyday knife use is considered a butter knife, even though I use it for everything else too you know i use it for peanut butter yeah it's a it's a good spreader but then there you go it's other spreadable uh, stuff like butter peanut butter jam a a spreader knife i don't know if that shouldn't be called a butter knife knife. it should be called a spreader knife uh non-sharp knife what's another word for that it's not a steak knife (laughs) there you go steak knife I don't know why this popped in my head, but that's the way my brain works. Um, there's this like TikTok or whatever you want to call it video where you're supposed to around your dog, pretend that you're dying or that you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like you just fall over, you collapse and you act like you're dying. And this lady like does it in her kitchen. Have you seen that video? I it's some. So she falls over in her kitchen or a dog, like kind of, you see it like panicking and it runs over. You see it go out of view and it jumps up and grabs a butcher knife and comes running back <laughs> to help. And she starts freaking out like, no, no, no. Like, because if he does anything, he'd cut her up with the 
the knife. It's kind of funny. Dogs do the darndest things. It's great that we start with this because it has so much to do with our episode. It does. It really does. Butter. Unless if you're making your own butter, you have to buy it somewhere or get it from somewhere. Or let's see, we could segue it this way. You use a butter knife to stab someone. <laughs> no, just any kind of knife. Are you, 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 you going to take talk challenge? <laughs> you use a knife to stab somebody. What do you use to ream somebody? Oh, your voice. We have our voices. Terrible segue. But yeah. we're talking about reams today. Well, it's been a minute. I know. I know. Here's the segue. Let's take you to a place that's been around since butter was invented. I don't think it's been that long, Brandon. Okay, fine. (laughs) Butter's been around for a minute. I even saw, uh, what was it called? What do they call it? Gephardt does this like um, inflation buster segments where he tried to teach you how to save money. I think I told you already how he told everybody like my how to save money on gas at Smith's. I'm yeah. like, I've been doing that for years. He should really just reach out to me because I'm sure I got enough hacks to to bust inflation. But they did one about because butter's been getting pretty expensive. Everything's expensive. Eggs are now like golden eggs and they cost more than gold in weight. Um but butter's expensive, so he's trying to see if he could make his own butter at home and be more cost efficient. And turns out it would be way more expensive for him to make it at home the way he was making it. But I had a few people last week talking about our podcast, saying, you know, one they love the podcast where we talked about Smiths because all the deals we have. So it made me think of what other grocery stores can do. And I've I've been wanting to talk about reams for a long time because i need to know so i need to find somebody out there who's on the inside does reams make money (laughs) (laughs) how does reams exist how does it still exist i love reams i'm not knocking reams but i swear every location i've been to and there's one really close to our where we live yeah, But everyone I've been to, there's maybe a handful of people in there at any given moment. There's maybe, if you're lucky, two checkouts going, but it's usually one checkout stand going. The pricing is not that They have no self-checkout. They have no self-checkout, which they should get. And then they could have one person running the whole store at once. But they never yeah, seem anyway. to be busy. But yet they seem to last and make it through except for the one in taylorsville and i i do believe the one in taylorsville and this is total rumor on my part i might get reamed for saying this but uh (laughs) should we see how many times we can use that pun (laughs) in this episode but i just think because of the tempo going in over there that kind of up the the value of the commercial real estate around there Mm -hmm. and i'm guessing i'm guessing like i said total guessing that the landlord's told reams that they're going to up the rent on their lease and reams said see ya 
Um, but I did love the one over, I mean, we're not getting into the subject of Reams yet, but the one over there in Taylorsville still used to have that kind of snack bar area, which all the Reams seemed to have back in the day. Yeah. Um, where you could get a sandwich or ice cream and stuff like that. But so I'm kind of missed that, that Reams over there. But back to my point, I feel like how are they making money to survive? Maybe they just have a constant flow of people, but you never see it super busy. Like I said, the pricing is not, no offense, Reams, you're not the best pricing in the world. When you do some sell items, it's good, like everywhere else. Um, and their produce, I'll give them that. Maybe that's what keeps them float. I feel like they have good pricing on produce. But I've often wondered, is this a, is this a, what do you call it, money laundering thing? I don't know what's going on. I could see this going really negative because I like Reams. I shop there. But I feel like I could make we can make a lot of jokes and really drag it through the mud because it is it's a weird weird place. Someone and what said, other grocery store do you, besides Smith Marketplace do you go to and they have cowboy boots and and jeans jeans Wranglers? Um, I wonder if that is part of why they're still around. Well, I, I also wonder too if it's not a national chain, you don't have all those. I guess franchise fees or whatever they may have to pay. Um, so that might be part of their secret. I do know. So I grew up over in Sandy and where the Reams is on Highland Drive in Sandy. Before Reams went in there, I swear there was like my childhood, there was like three or four grocery chains that came into that location and all of them failed. None of them made it. Reams comes in and they're still there today. <laughs> they they make it work. You mentioned the one in Taylorsville. A couple of reams have closed in the recent recently, years. last yeah. couple of years. There was one in South Salt Lake. Yeah, that one was a relic, man. I think all reams have a little bit of that old school, old, very old school. Like you mentioned, the snack counter. They had one at that South Salt Lake location and it felt so weird going in there. It felt like I was going back in time. And everybody there was probably had worked there since it opened. So that one closed Taylorsville. So there's still seven locations. There's Magna, Kearns, West Jordan, Highland Drive and Sandy, like you mentioned, Layton, Heber, and then Provo. So seven locations still around. But I think a few of them are just the clothing side of things, right? Really? Okay. I think. Like, I know the one Heber is not a re... I think it's a Western outlet. So here you go. Reams now operates seven stores from Salt Lake to Provo and Heber, including four grocery outlets and three Western wear outlets. Oh, yeah. Heber is just a boots and jeans store. Yeah. What, Bet Layton, too? Yeah, yeah. Layton is just boots. Well, do you know how Reams came to be? Well, I know that it started in 1944 by Paul Reem, but that's all I know. Well, well, Paul Reem actually passed away December 20th of 2007 at the good old age of 92. But according to published reports... Mr. Ream opened up his first grocery store on 890 West Center Street in Provo in 1949. Mm. And I believe I, that one, I think, is also gone. Yeah. Um, that one was fun to go to because that was old school. 
like that was old old school um but in the 1950s he started beginning um selling war supply war supply sorry war surplus merchandise out of a case lots at wholesale prices plus 10 percent what Reem referred to as cost plus concept and that idea made him a multimillionaire. Hmm. Um, he later discovered that he could buy old label merchandise at huge discounts and started using the basement of his Provo store as a clearinghouse for wholesalers that wanted to unload such goods. Sales from his Center Street bargain basement soon surpassed that of the rest of the store, and the cost-plus concept became a fixture at Reams locations. And that's kind of how he got to start. Um, and I think now it's still family owned and ran by his children and grandchildren or something like that. Now that's cool. Cause even Macy's was kind of like that, but they've now been bought out. So Reams is maybe yeah. you still kind of not owned by one of the big conglomerates by associated foods. Yeah. They do have a claim on their website and this lends to your theory it says we are now the largest Western wear dealer in Utah. Maybe that's a big part of why they're keeping afloat. Did you ever, I think you, you're too young. I don't know if you would ever, I don't know. Show you this picture. How is it going to focus? So in Provo, I believe Reams took over this old ice skating rink that looked like a turtle shell. Can you see that? Almost like a UFO spaceship. I feel like we've talked about this before. We may have. And yeah. you could almost, because the way it, like the turtle shell roof looked, you could get on the roof from the ground and it, like, I'm surprised people didn't. Maybe they did run up and down. But that Reams is nostalgic for me. Even though that location's gone, they've torn it down because that's where my grandma used to like to shop. Hmm. So I went there a lot as a kid. That was old school. That was interesting. That was a very interesting Reams. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Another interesting thing about Reams is that it always has the same. Well, when I was growing up, so the curtains one's my nostalgic one because that's where I grew up going to not as much shopping, but as by my school I went to. So it was always a place to go for a quick donut or something, you know? Yeah. And the same people were there forever. Like it almost had no turnover. Employee wise, employee wise, yeah, yeah, like like the kids that grew up in that neighborhood and started working there as, um, uh, in produce or as I don't even know if they've had baggers. Maybe they have baggers. 
But the kids who started working there ended up just going and becoming cashiers and then management of the store. So I don't know, maybe they really take good care of their people that they, they feel like they don't want to leave it. Could be another good thing said about them. But I would guess too, it's got to be a pretty stressless job for that type of work because of the fact we just talked about it's never really super busy um and even then like i feel like when you go to the ream store it's almost like it's the repeat customers so the it's like that old 50s type grocery market in the neighborhood right where the workers all know everybody who comes in and it still kind of has that old school feel and never updating it kind of helps keep that vibe going but I think you're right. I feel like a lot of, especially the adult workers have been there for, for a, a long time. Yes. Yeah, so I guess there's another thing. It's, it's familiar faces. You get to know the people that work there, build a relationship. I'll be honest, maybe as a kid we did, but I don't know if I've ever had a grocery shopping trip to Reams. I go there. I've, I've gone there recently. It's usually to, to buy a- treats. Because they've got mm-hmm. their their donuts are pretty good. I do like their maple donuts, and they have a pretty good treat selection. So I've gone there for those things. But actual grocery shopping, I've never had my my trip there. I can from my kitchen window. I can see the Dixie Valley Reams United States flag. So that's how close to the house it is. So it is a place that instead of going to 7-Eleven or something like that, we need something quick. We run over to Reams, like if mm-hmm. we need, especially produce. I think we do a lot of produce there where we need like potatoes or tomatoes, stuff like that. Usually we need a milk. Milk. Or like we're cooking something. We're like, crap, we need sour cream. We'll head over there because it's just really quick to grab it. But like you said, like if we're going for our weekly trip to the grocery store, it's usually not the place we choose unless they have like a sell. And speaking of sales, one thing that's interesting that Reams does out of the other grocery chains here is that they start their sales on Tuesdays rather than Wednesdays. Like other places Ooh. start their sales on Wednesdays. And I think Reams joined the Wednesday crowd for a while and then they went back to Tuesdays. And they ever since COVID, they stopped doing it. But it, it kind of brings back to that whole old school feel but they would like hand paint their sell signs yeah remember those and hang those on the front wall of the store uh-huh. outside but i think they, they kind of stopped doing that during covid and haven't gone back to it that i've noticed and that one they recently remodeled the outside of it I actually drove by the one in west jordan and as we were driving by my wife looked inside and said that looks like a macy's inside so i think that one it looks from the outside, it does look like it's been remodeled recently. So maybe that one's going strong, so they have the money to remodel it. But all the other ones I've been to are still very... Well, old. I think they, at least the awning or the exterior, they remodeled. But I don't know about the interior of the West Jordan. But I haven't been inside that one for a while. That's the one I usually go to if I go to the other rooms and they're out of whatever item, sell item yeah. I need. I'll go to that other one. Well, the interesting thing, and I know this is very specific, but the one in Kearns, you have to go through the whole store. There's not really shortcuts. 
you have to walk through the produce section, right? Almost, or else you feel weird walking back behind yeah. the cashiers. Like, you, well, you, I guess if you go in, they, they block them off too. So even if there's right. an open cashier section, they've got something pulled in front. They they want you to walk through the whole store, and I guess you could go around, but it just doesn't feel right. You know, it feels like you have to go inside and walk through the produce section and make your round that way. Yeah. Yeah. So if every once in a while, like I'll run in there thinking I just need one thing and I'm like, Oh, I should grab a couple more things. So I need a cart now. Mm. And it's not super easy just to run back and grab a cart. Oh. <laughs> the current one. You have to go it's, all they the can way lock around. You in, but then if you need more stuff, you can't go easily get a cart. Yeah. Maybe their downfall. So I usually just steal somebody's cart and that's a nice way to try new things. <laughs> Tried stealing someone's cart. You steal their cart. You should try that. Just go to somebody's cart and steal it and buy their stuff. And let's see what we're having for dinner. Yeah, it's a good good way to find out if you like new things. What can they possibly (laughs) say to you, Brandon? Hey, I gathered that. (laughs) And you're like, well, now you know the route. Have at it. That's awesome. I like that. Is it really stealing? I don't think so. No, they haven't paid for it. They just done some light work for you. Yeah. So that's I think I, we've that's we've how done I found a... out I like hummus. <laughs> <laughs> we've done this is what our third grocery store. We've done Macy's, Smith's, and now Reams. I'm interested. Do you have in your mind a hierarchy of Utah grocery stores? Well, I, I've got how my are, how list. Are we ranking them? Rank... Are you ranking them on think, value or are you ranking them I don't think there's on... even a criteria. I don't okay. think you need a criteria with this. You just right. rank them and you'll be probably right. So in my mind, <laughs> Harmons right. is at the top, right? Maybe not for prices. They're expensive, but it's like... Harmons... It's kind of like the elite. Right. Harmons is the place store. you go if money's not an object. You just need stuff. <laughs> like, you don't care what the price is. Like if you're not a price looker... Then yeah, Harmon's Harmon's is all your yours. place, yeah. and they and they own that too. We, we'll yeah, oh, Harman's. and they do. It's fun hearing like one of the news ladies the other day is like, "Oh, they just take good care of us." I'm like, "Well, you pay for it." Like, of course they do. Yeah, they, and they'll own that they're expensive. They know they are. They're they're not yeah. shying away from it. Yeah, but in my mind, they're kind of what a grocery store. It's it's they do it right. You know, it's it's the it's it's, it's, the, it's fancy the park city. Store. It's the park city of grocery stores. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, and then who would you put next? On the fancy list? Just kind of, I'm saying there's no criteria. Just uh, well, that's hard. In the tiers, the upper tiers of grocery stores. Okay. In my so mind, Harman's, I Harman's, Harman's, Macy's. Yeah. You got the mate, but you can also throw in Macy's, Dan's, associated foods. Peterson's. Because yeah. they're right? all associated foods, even Lee's Market, which technically they advertise their family owned and operated but they're really part of the associated foods like the same sales that macy's does uh-huh. and i put lee's lee's yeah so i'd say macy's would be second because macy's lee's you said peterson's and all that stuff yeah they're pretty they're a close second if we're talking about like high-end grocery store compared to Harmons. like they're pretty comparable to Harmons. wouldn't yeah. you agree mm-hmm their I'd pricing can be a little bit better up at the top, right? But yeah, they're yeah. they're just a step down and right in my ranking that has no qualifier, you know. Right. Okay. We, and then okay. what? What's next? I'm I'm sure you're gonna say the same thing. I'm thinking. Uh, Smith. Smith, of course. 
Well, it sounds like we're doing from upper class to lower class. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm not trying to make it like that, but I guess that's how it's coming across. Maybe because I feel a little more fancy when I'm shopping at Harmons than when I'm shopping. There we go. At Who's the fanciest of them all? There, that's probably the best way to put it. I, I guess okay, I guess we'll make it. Who's fancy? Yeah. Who's the target and who's the Walmart? That's the question. Let's say if object, if if money was an object, where are you going to shop? If if that wasn't the case, you're at Harmons. Well, true, true. For me, if money was an object, I would just go to Reams because it's conveniently close to my house. But right? but then still, but but would you though? Because we, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about the top three, and then the bottom list. You have to put reams. That's not saying I don't love and appreciate reams, but okay. it's definitely at the bottom of the list. It's, <laughs> it's not classy, but it's I don't think expensive. reams is going to be a sponsor of this podcast. Now I'm I wasn't asking him to be a sponsor. I'm just saying if we ever, <laughs> if they were thinking about it, they're not going to be, but where would you, where would you, have you been to Lucky's yet? Is that a Utah? Well, Smith's technically isn't Utah either. Well, it is, but it isn't. It's a national brand, but Lucky's, I think, is Lucky's is from California, if I'm not mistaken. But but didn't Smith start here? Well, Smith is owned by Kroger. Well, so, no, yeah, right. But same like, thing it as originated here sense. in, in okay. Utah. Oh, okay. yeah. But I'm just putting in the grocery stores that are available to us because I guess you also have Walmart on that list as well or Target and all that. Right. That's I'm those just are whole grocery those, stores. Those but, are different, right? Yeah. But Lucky's, I would put. A little, yeah, even above reams. <laughs> See, and I, I'm not trying to knock reams. I'm just telling you how it is. And that goes back to my golden question of how are they still in business? Like, how do they make ends meet? Um, maybe they just got good leases, or maybe they own the property where they're at, and or the it's not money laundering. High. It could be, or it's money laundering. And the and the interesting thing is where reams are located. They're never an anchor, or maybe they are the anchor, but they're not in a high traffic commercial development. Right. Right. They're always in like a small strip mall type looking thing where you have like mama and pop shots next door. So maybe that's how they make ends meet because their their rent's not as high as it would be if they were in a higher end location. Yeah, and it's not there anymore. The one in Taylorsville, I mean, that area is probably because of certain things they're building over there. They're trying to make it's it. It's going to turn around. Yeah, but you've got like Plasma Center in that same strip mall. There's a <laughs> smoke shop. There's a uh, title loan place. Yeah, and if we look at the the Kearns one, I mean, it's it's alone in that spot, but then there's apartments. There's, yeah, I want to on I the other side are, uh, another smoke eight. shop. It's just, we're telling it how it is. It is what it is. And across the street was the strip mall. That was like a mama pop strip mall. And I think next door to Reams, there is some sort, I think it's a respiratory um, equipment company. Really? Yeah. There is a company like right next door to Reams. It's very, you can't, you don't notice it at all. But on the West side, yeah, there's like a whole like, um, office complex or what do you want to call it or like they could sublease that section right there interesting well you, right next door is the better business bureau <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> which is interesting and then you got like maybe the... it's for convenience that they put it there <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
Um, and then you got like the the rehab center. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to knock rings and I don't want to try and drag it through the mud. I'm just, it's just yeah. different. It We don't know why it exists still. It's like going through a time capsule when you walk through there. But I still appreciate that it's there. I still go to it, even though I don't spend all my money there. I don't. It's it serves its purpose for me. Yeah, it it's to me, it's a convenience. Like it's a convenience store. It's like a, a convenience, big convenience store. To me. store yeah, is really what it is. I don't go shopping there. It's more of convenience, and it's cheaper than when it used to be a Seven Eleven across the street. Mm-hmm. And that used to be always my my uh, qualifier to find out if you're frugal or not. Is I would say, okay, in Dixie Valley, there's literally a Seven Eleven, and across the parking lot is a Reams. You want a Coke? Where do you go grab it? If you don't care about money, you went to Seven Eleven, right? You spend two fifty or three dollars on a Coke when you can go get it for a dollar at Reams. Mm-hmm. Going to take you about the same amount of time. Um. But people are probably sitting on the edge of their seats saying, well, we're talking about a grocery store. What's the deals you get, Nate? Before so, we talk about the deals, oh, one, yeah. one more thing I have to bring up okay. is, so you mentioned Paul Reem is the guy who created the the store, obviously. Who is the little green leprechaun looking guy? Is that supposed to be Paul Reem? Hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Is we he still around? Because now, like, it's not around anymore. No, they don't. Now, like, they have like the farm. like a farm. Yeah, but I I love seeing that little leprechaun type guy with the golf hat. Oh, and he's wearing cowboy boots too. He's got cowboy boots. He's got a kilt, a green shirt, a stick, and then what would you call that? An old school golf hat. Oh, yeah. What do they call those? Anyways, I know what you're talking about. I'm sad we don't see him anymore. And I wish he had a a presence still in the, yeah, yeah, golf hat. It's a, oh, okay. So he's got to be Scottish because he's wearing a kilt. And then that's a Tam O'Shatner Tammy hat, flat bonnet. (laughs) I don't know what it's called. Yeah, and it has like that little like snowball thing on top. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a Scottish thing. So okay, I've answered my own question. He's supposed to be not an Irish guy, but he's a Scottish guy. So I'm assuming somewhere in the Reams family, they come from the Scots, and that must be Paul Ream, how he is remembered as he'd walk around. More important, Nate, tell us about the deals. Well, this I just found an article too. It makes it interesting. Is back in the last recession in 2010 is when they closed down the 65 year old Provo store, the the mothership. Uh huh. And all it says is 35 to be laid off. So it only takes 35 people to run that store. Or Doesn't run seem like store. a lot. Yeah, proves my point that you don't need a whole lot of people to to run a Reams. Um, and maybe it that's just... part of their secret too, is they don't have a lot of overhead because they don't have a lot of people working. <laughs> Um, and it was like the same when I went to that South Salt Lake location. I went in there and I didn't even know it was closing until the lady told me they were closing. And I'm like, oh, are they moving you guys somewhere else? They're like, nope, we're just losing our jobs. Like, uh, this is okay. really awkward. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you my deal and then I'll tell you a story. I think I texted it to you too. No, it wasn't this location. Never mind. It was a Smith. 
but I think it's after six or seven o'clock at night, at least the one in Kearns. They used to sell their donuts for 25 cents a piece, anything left over for the mm-hmm. night, because they don't like to have leftover donuts. But I think now they're 35 cents or maybe 40 cents each, which is still a good deal. So we used to do that a lot, is go over there to Reams. In my opinion, though, the best time to get Reams donuts is right in the morning they first make them, because I don't think they they, they, don't keep they need well. to be fresh, because they don't stay keep up. Kind of like Krispy Kreme's the same way, right? If you keep mm-hmm. them for a day, the next day they're not the same as the day you get them. Right. But anyways, well, the story I was going to tell about donuts, I think I told you, I was, it was at Smith's. Um, and I think I was buying some donuts there a month or so ago. Kind of like late morning, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going through self-checkout. And the cashier, like I'm the furthest check out stand away from him comes walking like beelines right for me and he's like hey i just ate four donuts i'm like okay i don't know what to do with this information <laughs> good for you but not like hey how you doing just like i just ate four donuts i'm like cool it was just an interesting conversation I just, he just really needed me to know that he ate four donuts it is important yeah so some reams and even macy's the one in sandy before they closed well, probably not before they closed, but back in the day, they used to do clearance donuts at night too. So, but reason other than that, you just check their ads on Tuesdays when they start their sales for the week and their front page, we usually have their, their door busters or whatever you want to call them to get you in the door that week. Um, and a lot of times those stuff will sell out if it's a good, good deal, but they usually aren't really known for awesome clearance stuff that's the worst thing the one in currents mm-hmm. especially they'll have like a clearance card or two. Oh yeah and it's like this is what i would pay at the other stores and it's not going to be expired <laughs> and then one more comment about reams is that they wanted to get into the game of rewarding their members like other other places do do you have a reams reward thing they've the last so i went there it was probably a couple years ago. Every time I was there, they were trying to sell me signing up for the rewards. Oh. And it's not, I don't think he was even selling me, just trying to get me signed up for it, but they just would ask me every single time. Well, it's weird. You have like this card that you're supposed to scan, and you're supposed to scan it before you start scanning your items. Like, supposedly it doesn't work if they scan it at the end. Really? Yeah. The cashier told me, Seekers, like a lot of times I have the heart to tell people that it won't give you points if you scan it at the beginning. But I just scan it anyways to make them think that it works. <laughs> But it's weird. So I've I've looked into it because I scan it because I have it and I feel like I need to. But like you get points towards stuff that you would find like in the Sky Mall magazine or something. It's like weird stuff. I don't really know how it works. And I've never redeemed anything with it. So if anybody is enjoying that rewards program or really knows how it works, let me know. So let me know like why they're still in business. Let me know how the Reams Rewards thing works. And then, but like as far as like, other stores you have to have the rewards program to get the discounts you don't have to have the have the rewards at reams to get whatever sale item they have yeah. so that's good so that's good you just miss out on the package of pins you can redeem for your points or whatever <laughs> one last thing to say about reams so my grandpa actually had the bakery that's on 90th in west jordan so he ran that bakery for quite a few years. Even when I was little, um, my mom would 
go in and work and take me in there and then trade with my grandma and she'd take me and watch me as as she was working. So I can't say Reams is all bad. Um since it was a place my you know my grandpa worked and he it's probably because of that why I have uh such love for the baked goods and for donuts and things like that. It was because a lot of it came from there. So um I feel like I've been a little harsh in this episode, would you say? Maybe I'll edit out some of the harshness, but um even though we've we've joked about reams a little bit, it's still we'd we'd be sad if it went away, right? That was the point I was gonna make. Like we we I love reams. I love the like I said, it's a convenience store for me. It's not really a grocery store. So I would be sad if they were to to go away, um, especially the one here in Kearns. Um, it's it's, a, just... it's still a staple. Like even though um, we may have like a weird view of what it is and what it does, like it still is a community staple, especially for them carrying the Western wear, being a convenient store for us. Like it it has its place, and we we still hold on to that. So Reams, if you're listening, we, we really don't hate you. We don't want to just make fun of you. We just think maybe they need some updates. Or maybe they don't. Maybe I kind of like the fact that we can just, except for if they did have a self-checkout, even one or two of them, that would make things more convenient. Um, but, that you know, that still could be part of it. That still could be part of what they are. And that's something that they won't compromise on. But I love the nostalgic feel of just going in and like knowing it hasn't been updated in years. <laughs> yeah. So, and it does. I mean, it does feel like we're in the middle of the city and it does kind of feel like you're going into like some old town, Western country filling store. So I, I like that feeling as well. And oh, I forgot to mention, we lived in Dixie Valley for a while and we first got married and they had a video store. Do you remember that? You could oh, rent videos from Reams. I yeah. don't know if I remember video. So store. the Kearns one, it, it was if you went in the south, no, sorry, the east side doors, the ones away from the produce. It was right there on the left side. They had a, a lot of the grocery stores back in the day would would rent videos. Um, even Macy's did it, and Reams did it. I remember renting from Reams back when I was a kid when they opened up over my house growing up. But the cool thing is about the Reams ones is like it was right by our house. And I think it was, I can't remember what days, maybe it was Tuesdays that new releases come out on DVD. Yeah. That used to be relevant back in the day. Now with streaming, it doesn't matter. Um, but they would get one or two, two or three copies of the new video, whatever it came out. So if we go there on Tuesdays and rent the DVD, we could get it, you know, on the way to work or whatever. So we'd have it for that night. But it was only something back back, which was good back then. It was only like ninety nine cents for a rental for a night or two nights, and then like every third rental was free. So it was just like a really cheap way to watch movies before like red. It was even more convenient than Redbox when that started coming out. But yeah, so I missed the days of the video store at Reams. Um, yeah, so now I think they just put in. That's kind of where they put their holiday items, like the candy and stuff. That's where they. Oh right, out. over on the back kind of at the yeah. end behind the boots and jeans and yeah stuff. the northeast wall yeah yeah okay 
but yeah, the videos was that's another fond memory of of Reams, which is now gone, along with every other video store besides Redbox. But they have Redbox out in front, so which I don't use anymore. Even though Reams will never be our sponsor after this episode, <laughs> we still would advocate for you guys to go check out Reams if you haven't in a minute. Just yeah. take a walk in there, get a feel for it, and I don't think. Go get a donut. Go get a donut from Reams. Get yourself a donut. Um, yeah. There are maple donuts and the chocolate donuts, a different type of frosting that you'd get at any other donut place. You got to try it. It's different. So it's, either either I love think it, it's different in a good way. Personally. Right. Well, people either love it or they hate it or they think it's just okay. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Somewhere in, in between those three. So check out Reams. Let us know how their reward system works. We need to know how that works. We need to know how they're still open. Apparently, they have a to-go as well. Reams to-go, which I'm sure everybody's oh. utilizing. Okay. Did not know that. I don't know how this Reams to-go works, but it is only the Highland Drive and 90th South location, which makes sense. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it'd be weird for me to do Reams to-go when it's right there. You just got to go. <laughs> One last weird thing. Have you ever tried to use the restroom at the Reams and Greg's? <laughs> I sure have. It's like in the back <laughs> meat section. So Yeah. Yep. I've I've used the restroom there quite a bit, you know, because I was a kid going to Reams. And so Oh yeah, it's been a long, long time since I've had it. You get a, a, a nice peek behind the scenes if you have to use the restroom at that location, I will say. Yeah, like you feel like, you're, feel like you work there. You feel, you feel like you work, work there. there. Yeah. I got to give me one of those uh, Scottish hats. Kilts. Maybe we should make you the mascot of Reams. The new mascot. The new mascot. Like, let's do it. You just have to don all that attire. How do you feel about wearing a kilt? Not a problem. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. See you next week. 